So did you know that uh, the Virgin Mary was a singer? I, I didn't know that. Yeah, she came up with an album of her own. Wow. She had her own album. No, not really. No? Okay. <laughs> but she sang a song. She did. Okay. That must be magnificent. So he's Chris and I'm Jeff uh, and funny. we're the Bible guys. Okay. Very clever you are. Yeah. So Mary's song was called, historically, is called The Magnificat. Right. And you I said, said magnificent. That magnificent. That's really funny. So, hey, listen, we're going <laughs> to pause and we're going <laughs> to. See what I did there? You see, see what I did? Magnificent? Magnificat? I see where they're going with this. Um, so, uh, we're going to do a quick, quick bit today, and it's the Whisper Challenge. So yeah. we'll oh, do, these we'll are do, fun. We'll do one each. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, I have it loaded up with Taylor Swift. Oh, of course. Uh, and it's shake it off. I would expect nothing else. And it's going to be very loud. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Oh, my goodness, that is loud. Okay, ready? Okay, I'm ready. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. My sermons are better than your sermons. I think you said something about something is better than something else. But I don't know. One more time. Okay. My sermons are better <laughs> than your sermons. My sermons are better than your sermons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, our listeners would be like, eh, yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> that's funny okay. though, right? Yes. All right, here we yes. go. So okay. I'm going to go and you can feel free to, oh no, I guess I'll do it. Ready? Yes. Wow. It's loud. Okay. Um... I know how much you like me to whisper in your ear. Wow. I didn't catch that at all. One more time. I know how much you like me to whisper in your ear. Uh, I, 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 I didn't catch any of it. Not I'm it? so bad at this game. Not, I mean, I usually am too, but I, okay. I said, I know how much you like for me to whisper in your ear. See, yours are too long. <laughs> Yours are way too long. I my, think we're going to we're gonna have to. My sermons are better than your sermons? Two. My sermons are better than your sermons. Yes. I had twice as many syllables. Yeah. And yeah. you talk very fast. Well, so I was, I, was le- I was wanting you to well, get well, it. Well, then, so we used the same amount of time. Right. And yeah. I failed. Okay. And you win. Well, all right. I'm the winner. <laughs> there we go. That's it. Thank you, uh, Desiree, for finding something I can beat Chris at. That's true. There you go. Yeah. So. Well, that's great. Uh, we are moving on. Do you think your sermons are better than my sermons? Uh, it's funny. Yeah. What are you preaching about this week? Um, pride. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, there you go. Good, good luck with that one. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was, that was really, okay. really great timing. That was awesome. Okay. Here we go. Good for you. Oh, that was really good. That is what you're preaching on this week, isn't it? It is. It's so funny, dude. I hope this is a really good one. I hope it's your best effort. (laughs) Well, you know what? I think it will be. (laughs) It doesn't have to be your best ever, just better than mine, right? That's so funny. That's really good. Okay. I love it, man. I really do enjoy doing this stuff. Yeah, me too. We bust on each other a lot, but uh, I enjoy it. It makes me feel like you're one of my brothers. Yay. Because that's how brutal it is at my house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I have four older brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, they just used to punch me 
and uh, do mean things to me for the most part. Tommy didn't, but Chucky and Donnie always Besides did. Besides being mean, did they do they tease you? Do you guys have like a teasing family? We used to. Oh. But the problem is we don't really see each other all that much. Oh, okay. Our so, family, our family just teases all the time. Yeah, it's just always do. teasing. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be that way growing up, but to be quite honest with you, it was not good teasing. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. we we were very sort of, you know. Oh, we liked each other mostly. Oh, we well, liked each other. As, uh, so I tolerated my three younger brothers, and they look up to me a lot, and mm. they they just want to be me, and so you know we tease each other a little <laughs> bit. Want but... to be me? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how like every generation learns from the mistakes of the previous generation, yeah, right? Uh-huh. So sure. in other words, like when we were young, we had bullies, right? Yeah, sure. But in today's day and age, it's it's we're the principals of the high schools, our, oh, our sure. age, right? Right, right? And we're just anti-bully. Because we, we, we've learned, right? Right. right? So there's no teasing like there used to be. Sure. Although there's still teasing, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, and I think, I think uh, to be honest with you, uh, the power of words and the whole psychology of it and the therapy and everything else, uh, our family just didn't understand how destructive uh, uh, those kind of things, like making fun of people. Like, yeah, the like between like, meanness and, and playfulness. Like, uh, mostly mean is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah. But then, so in my oh, family, the teasing was only ever playful. Yeah. Like, like if we crossed the line from playful over to mean, yeah. boy, my mom and dad had come down on us really hard. Yeah. Well, so it's it's always just a playful. Yeah. We grew tease. up in different households there. Yep. Yep. Uh, but we would just say, "Oh, I'm just kidding," you know. So there wasn't uh, there wasn't like love lost. Yeah. It was just like it's like get over it, buckle up, and yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. or buck up, you know. Yeah. Well, that's not how I. I hope you never feel like that's what I'm doing. No, this. not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So, good. if anything, yours is mild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Compared to the way I grew up, right? Yep. So anyway. Okay. Well, hey, uh, we're talking about talking about family members. We're talking about Mary and Elizabeth, their yes. cousins, and this is where they meet. They're both expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they probably had met before, but this is well, where they, we we get a glimpse. They join. Yeah, they join. This is our only here. glimpse of them meeting. Uh, Luke chapter one, uh, verse thirty nine. It says, "A few days later, Mary heard, hurried to the hill country of Judea." To the town where Zechariah lived, she entered the house and entered and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, "God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what He said." And then Mary responds with this incredible song that we call the Magnificat. And she says, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one is holy and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He's helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful, for he made his promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. And Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her own home. Yeah, that's it, right? Yep, that's it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, obviously they met before, but I was meaning this is the time <laughs> I was joking. in the Bible when they met. Yep. And, um, and I love how, uh, uh, Elizabeth acknowledges that Mary believed because think about it. Uh, they are months and months into this, uh, 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 thing. Yeah. And, 
all of that time, Zechariah still has not spoken a word. Right. Because, you know, he we're about to see on tomorrow's yep. podcast yep. that he doesn't get to speak until uh, the baby's born. Right. So um, so think about it. That's they're, they're living every day. This one little line gives us insight on how they're 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 living every day with the consequences of unbelief. And you know what? It, it actually uh, just goes to show you that sometimes, you know, we can choose our choices, but we don't get to choose our own consequences. Right. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're free to make our own choices all day long. Yeah. But sometimes those choices come with consequences and, and, and those we can't choose. So sometimes you live with consequences. And there are people who I was just watching a, a, actually a, a video on Facebook where this guy was going around. And for some reason, I don't know why, but this guy said, I will give you $500 if you answer one question. And this, this guy, I think he was in London somewhere. And, and this old, he was an older guy. And, and he said, what? And he said, tell, tell me your biggest regret. And the guy said, and think about the answer. He goes, I regret uh, walking out on a girl who uh, she was pregnant and I walked out on her and I don't know where she is. Don't know where she is in the world. Don't know where my son is. Never met him. And he said, and I regret it every single day. He's an old man now, mm. every single day. And then he starts crying and says, mm. he goes, every time I think about it, I cry. He goes, and, and I can't believe you're getting me to think about it now. Wow. And he was angry. And then, and then, and then, and then the guy asking the question was like, uh, Here's your five hundred dollars, right? Yeah, it was yeah, so awkward yeah. at the end, right? right? Right. And then, and then the kid didn't know what to say. He was just a kid, right? And he goes, "Everything's going to be okay," right? And I'm like, "You don't even know what to say, right? No. You're like 21." What do you say? So the point is, is that you can't. Sometimes you, you just make the mistakes, and you have to deal with it, and you just have to lean on God's grace. And this one little sentence gives us insight that that's exactly what Elizabeth is doing. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just trusting God now in the future yeah. and they're regretting the fact that they didn't believe him in the past. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, the Bible doesn't say um, <clears throat> a lot about, you know, what did Mary travel by herself? Doesn't say anything about that. Sure. She just shows up and, you know, Elizabeth and Zechariah live outside of Jerusalem in the hill country of Judea. You've been there. You know how steep it is. The it's, it's very steep hills. There's not a lot of grass or trees. It's kind mm. of a stark area in a lot of those those places. And then all of a sudden, you come over on the other side of the hill, and it's grass and, you know, beautiful. So uh, I would imagine if they're trying to make a living, priests typically wound up being farmers and or shopkeepers of some sort because they didn't have uh, inheritance like the, the rest of the, the people of Israel did. So probably somewhere where you could grow grass, raise some sheep, keep a business going, um, 70 miles from Nazareth. And you got this girl who just got the craziest news ever and uh, trying probably, who knows, maybe she had to move out of the house. Mm. I don't know why she's here. And it doesn't say anything about how she got there. doesn't say that her family came with her. But the greeting that Elizabeth gave her mm. is so beautiful to me. And I think is a lesson for us. Um, when when she she says, you know, she gives us glad cry. God has blessed you above all women, women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the Lord of my uh, uh, that the mother of my Lord should visit me? Um, and she just she loves Mary in this moment. Now the Holy Spirit had confirmed it in her, but there's something about that. Sometimes you know, somebody shows up with a baby they weren't expecting. 
you know, a single mom. Yeah. And a lot of times Christians are quick to ostracize and push them, push them away, bring judgment on them. Hey, uh, you know, when we sin, there's consequences to our sin and judgment comes yeah. certainly. And, and, and God's going to deal with that. And I'd like but, to go on the record and say, I don't have time for those Christians right. in my life. But um, it, it, I think Mary's response is such a beautiful lesson. Regardless of the circumstances, uh, we can love the person and we can love this new baby. Right. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit confirmed in her that this really was the son of God. Right. And John the Baptist leapt inside of her womb when when he even got close to Jesus. Right. And, and that's another so, thing. That's another thing. That is super cool. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. He just started kicking, man, having a party. And uh, I don't well, know that I will. Well, it said that the Holy Spirit will be with you in the womb. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So that, that was the promise given. That's right. Like, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit in the womb. So That's right. And by the way, that's another thing about, like, you know, when does life begin kind of a thing. Yeah. Pretty serious topic that that's I right. just opened the can of worms to. Yeah. But this, this, uh, this tiny baby I don't unborn, think it, I don't think you opened the can of worms. I think it's pretty clear what happened there. Yeah, it's cl- well clear here. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying, like... Yeah. In general, this know, baby was aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit of God right inside the womb. Yeah, which is incredible. Yeah. So right? uh, as a Christian, I don't get to pick and choose mm-hmm. what parts of the Bible I like or don't like. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or w- which is true and which is not. And in this situation, John the Baptist responded to the presence of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And he was six months old yeah. at this time. Yeah. So three months away from even being born. Right. And, uh, and I think that it's awesome because it does start this little you know, the, the passage that we read starts with a few days later. So think about it. So the angel left her and then Mary has been only pregnant for just a few days. Right. Right. And then it says that she, you know, went to where Zechariah lived and Elizabeth and told her the story. And that's why Elizabeth said, you know, uh, blessed are you for believing God. Uh, but you know, she was already, uh, conceived. So think about this. We just mentioned that John the Baptist was six months old. Yeah, but he, John he had been conceived six months before. Six, he was or, not yet or, born, I'm sorry, but, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Six months conceived yeah, in the yeah. womb, right? Mm-hmm. But think about this. So John, the John, the infant, the unborn infant, um, recognized the life of Jesus three days after conception. Right. So boom. Yeah. There you there, go. There's there's another. It's one. huge. It's huge. Yeah. Th- this is this is a very significant moment with regard to um, life in general. With regard to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. uh, this is the first time in the New Testament that the Holy Spirit, um, other than the Holy Spirit, was going to come onto Mary, mm-hmm. come upon Mary. The Bible says, and she would conceive, and then the Holy Spirit uh, indwelt um, uh, Elizabeth in mm-hmm. this moment. And just the importance of understanding, even for you and me, God is using normal people. Uh, Elizabeth is a housewife mm-hmm. in a in a priestly family, but her husband wasn't a high priest; he right. was just a priest. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, he, he worked in the temple two weeks a year and the rest of the time they scratched out a living. That, that's how it worked. They got a little stipend from the temple, but for the most part, they couldn't live on it. So he's probably some kind of business owner or farmer or something. She's a home, uh, a homemaker. And then this teenage girl shows up. This is who God chose to use. And the reason why they, they and their offspring changed the world wasn't because they were great. It was because of the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And the fact that yesterday Mary ended the whole thing saying, whatever you say, I'm mm, for. I'll, right. Whatever God decides to do, I'm okay. Elizabeth, she's in the same place. And it's the power of the Holy Spirit on normal people that changed the course of history. Yeah. For good. And and, and by the way, uh, Mary's song, uh, the, the Magnificat, yeah. um, 
I think it's incredibly uh, insightful and it has so much wisdom. So we already mentioned that Mary's a teenager. You know, she's 13 or 14, perhaps maybe 15 or something like this. And she says, uh, and from now on, all generations will call me blessed mm-hmm. for the mighty one is holy. And he has done great things for me. It shows his mercy. Anyway, she just goes on and on. Think about that. So you have been given an announcement by Gabriel. He says, here's what's going to happen. And then she has enough insight to look down the road and say, every generation will call me blessed. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. It, it, it shows you a, just a little kind, tiny glimpse into the character of Mary. Yeah. And we saw her character, like you mentioned already, by saying, uh, you know, whatever the Lord wills. Uh, we, we saw her character because she immediately believed. Yeah. She did not question the angel at all. She did ask uh, an information question. How can this be since I'm a virgin? Right. 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 But that wasn't doubt. No, no, no. no that was, that was also wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Just to know how to explain tell this to me. <laughs> so I can explain it more importantly to Joseph. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And so, and so it's a, uh, but, but it just gives you some insight into the character of Mary. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, she, uh, you know, the Bible says in another version, right. She pondered these things in her heart. Yeah. Right. I don't yeah. think we're going to read that one. Are we? Uh, we'll get there. Oh, we're going to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, so that's at the birth of Christ. Oh, that's a, that's right. That's at the birth. Mm-hmm, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, um, so you know, just the character, and you know, then she writes this great song of worship. So we know that she was an, an exceptional person of character and faith. And I, I think uh, kudos to her parents. Mm. If her dad had decided to kick her out of the house, yeah, the customary thing would have been that, that a, a girl that's kicked out of the house, there's no jobs for them. It's not like you go somewhere. It usually meant that they would devolve into a life of prostitution and begging, mm. right? But her parents apparently didn't kick her out of the house. Right. Joseph didn't kick her to the curb. She was surrounded by good people, godly people, right, who were willing to bear some of the shame with her. They they, they had to bear the shame, too. So uh, there was a thing I read here. Uh, well, you read it along with me, but I'd never thought of it before. Uh, how How far along was Elizabeth when Mary shows up? Uh, uh, six months. Six months. Verse fifty-six says Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months, oh, and then wow. went back to her own home. So Mary was probably there when Elizabeth gave birth. Oh wow! Right. So, um, and then six months later, Mary gave birth. Right. So, h- how important has it been throughout history that the previous generation teach the next generation how this all happens and works? Mm. You know, just just the basics of life, how how life works, how all these things. And so not only she, she wasn't abandoned, she wasn't thrown away, she was sent to help. What, what a help she would have been to Elizabeth at that sure, point in her pregnancy. Sure. An older woman that's, that's expecting, and you got this young woman that is expecting, but she's able to learn. She's able to learn what's going to happen three months from now, six months from now, how, how to deliver a baby, all these things. And, and uh, uh, what a blessing it is to have people in your life who've been down that road a little ahead of you, Right. And that's that's what how God used Elizabeth in Mary's life. Yeah, so I'm looking ahead for tomorrow, and it doesn't say that Mary was present, but uh, if it says that she was just over six months and she stayed around three months, can you even imagine Mary being with somebody, her cousin, mm-hmm. for three months, and then uh, Elizabeth getting ready to give you know to have right. uh, give birth, and then Mary going, "Well, I'm out of here." Yeah. Well, I'm due next Tuesday. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I've been here three months. Yeah, I'm yeah. out of here. I'm not interested. There is no way. For a young pregnant woman, right. she would want to stay. 
Yeah. 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 And, and I also think it's not insignificant. The, the Bible should be recognized for what it does say as much as for what it doesn't say. Mm. So there's a reason why it says she was pregnant six months. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why it says Mary waited three months and left. Right. We can do the math on that. Mm-hmm. Right. So it doesn't have to explicitly say she left the day after John the Baptist was born. Right. I think she was sent there to care for her aunt or her cousin while they were waiting for John the Baptist to be born. John was born. She was there. She learned and went mm-hmm. home. I think I really believe that's right. what happened. Yeah. And, and that's the perfect time. First trimester. And, right? and as she's watching the birth, she's terrified for herself. Yeah, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what? That's terrifying, man. Yeah. If it was up to men, there'd be no babies. That's right. That's, that's uh, right. Right. That's no, right. So, um, so I think that's probably a good place to end. I think that, uh, <clears throat> you know, for, for us today, we could uh, understand, um, you know, we talked about life. We talked about, uh, you know, God arranging uh, the circumstances of them being together, yeah. uh, Mary's character and uh, the significance of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And uh, I think that's and a the, really... And the love of the family and the and benefit the love of the family. Of the yeah. family. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a lot to be found right there in those few verses. Yeah. yeah. It's so, great. All right. Well, we'll see you tomorrow, hopefully on the Bible Guys.